Joy Foster, the founder of Tech Fixies, and I am here to talk about the five tips and tricks to reduce social media overwhelm. Uh, I have thought long and hard about what we were going to talk about for the month of February, and I decided that we should talk about social media. But before we get into some amazing interviews with some incredible people who know LinkedIn and Instagram and um, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest really, really well, I wanted to talk about social media overwhelm because um, I used to be a social media manager uh, and obviously I train women who want to get into social media, who want to use social media um, to start their own business or to return to work or to change careers. And I've noticed a pattern, um, particularly with the women that may have come through our program and then they go out to do social media for other people um, or even for themselves. And there is this sense of overwhelm. And when we run our free training, and we've got another free training coming up in March, um, when we run our free training, I always ask, what's your burning social media question? And very often, the burning social media question is, how do I reduce overwhelm with social media? So I wanted to really address this, and I wanted to address it as uh, a live cast slash podcast, um, and I hope it does help you because I really think it's important to put boundaries around things in your life, and social media is certainly one of those things that you can use to do some amazing things like return to work, change careers, or start a business, or... Um, if I'm just reading a comment that's come up, wondering if I'm a workaholic. <laughs> yes, boundaries, right? That's what I'm talking about. Putting boundaries around work and also social media. And for me, my work happens to be on social media. Uh, even though I'm not a social media manager anymore, I still run the Instagram account for Tech Pixies. And I oversee all of our digital marketing. So I am looking at everything that's going on all the time and trying to make decisions strategically about what we should do next. I also run all the Facebook ads for Tech Pixies. And so I, you know, I know what it's like to be hooked in all the time. So these are my tips and tricks, and uh, and I and I hope that you find them useful. Um, I'm gonna just say first and foremost, and this is what I said at our winter get together when we were talking all about being brave. Um, one of the questions that came up was, you know. Um, basically my boss expects me to be on all the time and available all the time. First of all, you're not paid 24 seven, okay? So you're never ever supposed to be on all the time. Second of all, if you don't put boundaries in, people will stomp all over you, okay? And uh, and I know this because I used to work, um, you know, and I don't think people mean to stomp all over you, but I used to work for an organization where there were messages 24-7, and I would reply 24-7. Well, if you reply 24-7, the messages come 24-7. So one thing that I have learned to do over the, over the years is not be available 24-7, um, particularly to my inbox. One thing I learned with my email inbox is the less that I send email, the less I receive email. Um, so now I'm more on, when it comes to email, it's more on, I'm more on the recipient side. So if someone sends me an email, then I'll reply. Obviously, we send out weekly emails with tech fixies, and I send out emails when I need to. But um, I also am lucky enough to have someone that helps me uh, with my emails now. And so really, a lot of the back and forth that has to do with like going to an event or something else is handled by somebody else, which I think is really exciting for me because that frees up time. 
so that I don't have to be in my inbox all the time. Um, I batch check my email once a day or maybe twice a day. And I do the same thing with social media. And I do that. So, you know, we have a cohort running right now, two cohorts actually. And I will go in once or twice a day and I will check everything and make sure that I've replied to stuff. And then I go out. I'm not in there all the time checking. Um, they might say otherwise, but it's true. I do kind of uh, try and batch that. So, well, let's go into, I've written them down, are my five top tricks and tips to reduce social media overwhelm. Uh, so, number one, don't post every day, right? If you don't want to respond to comments and, uh, you know, reactions and et cetera, et cetera, don't post every day. Pick the days that you're going to post. Um, we have done something totally transformational with our social media, which I did not anticipate coming. Um, we now only post once a week pretty much on our Facebook page, and that's when I do my live, which I'm doing right now. Now, if you're in our program, you'll see me a lot more because we do the lives every week, every day, and we have social media coaches and life coaches and all that other stuff going on. But on our actual Tech Pixies page, we do not go on there every day. We go on there about once a week and, you know, we post um, upcoming workshops and, you know, whenever we've got a course running, we post about that. But really, we've kept it really simple. One post a week and it's a nice video and we get really great views. Like at the moment, we're probably getting between 400 and 600 views each time we put a video up. And, and we don't need to do it every day. So I do one topic once a week and it goes up on to Facebook. Then what we do is we take that content, we pull it off of Facebook because you can download the video, and then we chop it into smaller bits and we put it onto other things. So we do a 15-minute recap that goes on onto Instagram, onto IGTV, and then we do little two-minute videos that go onto LinkedIn and Twitter about particular things that I say. So we're able to take one piece of content and repurpose it to a lot of things. So that reduces the overwhelm by quite a lot because all I have to do is sit here and talk for about a half an hour to an hour and then Lisa, the amazing digital marketing assistant at TechBixies, goes and figures out how to repurpose all of that. And that's really, really cool. And that's her job, right? So that's part of her job. She does other things. But one of the really cool things about building a business is that as you grow, you can start to hire people that help you do these things. And if you're doing them yourself, or if you're doing them for somebody else, then chances are, if you're doing them for somebody else, that's what you're exclusively doing. So you're not necessarily doing a ton of other tasks and doing social media if you're a social media manager. You'll be really focused on the social media. So, but I would say definitely don't post every day because if you post every day, you gotta react every day. Um, on, on Instagram, we post three times a week and we do stories in between. Uh, on Facebook, we post once a week. Um, and then on Twitter and LinkedIn, you know, we post regularly, but we also do a lot of third-party content on those two networks because that's, because you can share so much more. So we do a lot of sharing of partner stuff and, you know, we don't have to create something new all the time. Um, but that would definitely be a big thing. You know, pick the days you're gonna post be on on those days and be off on the other days. Uh, okay, my second tip is to post more video, which is kind of tied into my first tip because the video is so easy, like way easier than trying to style a photo or um, trying to write a blog post or anything else like that. <laughs> I have learned that if you've got knowledge uh, that you uh, have built up over the years and you want to share that, it's a great way to do it through video. So uh, a really great example of that, I interviewed a gal um, a couple podcasts ago. In fact, I can tell you which one it was um, a couple episodes ago. And it was Claire Beveridge, and I interviewed her about the pinching gap. There you go, episode number 20. This is episode number 22. 
So episode number 20, I in interviewed Claire about the pinching gap, and I gave her some advice, and I said, well, if you're going to launch on Facebook and Instagram, and I suggested probably Facebook first and foremost, because that's where the majority of her, um, her audience will be, I said, just go on and do one tip once a week. Make it a couple minutes long. Uh, tell them about an article that you read about the pinching gap. Just summarize it for them. Give them an action step. Help them to learn how to do something, right? It doesn't have to be super complicated. And I think the longer I've been in social media, the more I've learned this. And I think if you do high quality content, you know, giving away information that's very valuable to people, then you don't need to be doing something every single day. Now, different companies depend on different things, but right now the industry standard really is one really good piece of content per week. Right, and uh, and people who are doing this very very well, uh, you all know all my favorite people, right? So um, Rachel Hollis does a podcast um, once a week. Amy Porterfield does a podcast once a week. You know these are people that I'm learning from every day. Um, and so you know don't don't go crazy. But video is so great because you can literally like turn the video camera on and you can just talk. And as long as you've got a structure and it makes sense and you're helping people, you've like ticked all the boxes, okay? So don't be afraid to do video, and, and you'll learn from doing video, right? I mean, honestly, if you go to techpixies.com forward slash blog, and you go all the way back to one of the very first videos we did, you'll see how bad it was. You'll see how nervous I was. I even wore a like a, a, like a jacket, you know, like a suit. <laughs> That's how nervous I was. I even did my hair. See, I don't even do that now. I probably should. I should probably make the effort to do my hair, but half the time I'm trying to get out there and get a run in every day, and sometimes it doesn't happen in the morning, so I spend the whole day looking like I'm going to go for a run like I do right now, having not done one. But the point, is, the point of the, what I'm trying to say is video is really easy. And I did, uh, I did a whole training on what you should do with video, um, and we'll put that into the notes, uh, and you can go and watch that, and that'll teach you a lot about what you need. It's very simple. You need a microphone, you need lights, and you need a perma-smile. There you go, and that's video for you. And video is so, it's consumed so, so, so much more right now than any other medium, and when we did the 2020 trends, um, which is also in one of our previous episodes, I'm just looking now what our 2020 trends was, um, episode 17, 2020 trends, video was all over it, okay, so, you know, that's what I'm saying, just do more video, and it, it's short and sweet, and like I said, you can do one big long piece and chop it into smaller pieces, and repurpose it. Okay, um, turn off notifications. All right, now this is a tough one for some of you, um, but one of the very first things that I tell people who join TechPixies is turn all your notifications off, all of them, every single one, for every single app on your phone. And it's a little bit of a process if you've never done it, but you go into the app section, and then you go into, and then for every app, you just turn notifications off, 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 all of them off. And then what that does is it takes you away from being, is it Pavlov's dog, law, Pavlov's dog? <laughs> I can't speak right now. It takes you away from responding every time a notification jumps out at you or pops at you or, you know, buzzes at you or you whatever. It takes that away and it means you go check things when you want to check things, okay? So if you have not turned off your notifications yet and you are working with social media or you are connected to social media or you, you know, just turn them all off. Emails, I even have my WhatsApp messages off. I have my, um, my, my phone messages off. Um, I don't even answer my phone anymore. I have my phone go to the voicemail pretty much full stop and, um, and that's okay with me. 
bothers everybody else, but it just means I don't answer the phone, and then when I do check my messages, I call people back. So um, what I have learned is that there is kind of no emergency so great. The school usually has your home line and your mobile line, and they will call both, and they will um, try and get a hold of you that way, and they will call your partner if you have a partner, and you know if it's that important, you they will find you, and they will get you. Um, but I think, you know, apart from your children, needing you in, at an, in an emergency uh, or your spouse or, or your, you know, your partner needing you in an emergency, there really is no emergency, full stop. So tell yourself it's okay to turn all your notifications off and stop responding to your phone and being controlled by your phone and start controlling your phone. Start doing it the other way around. Now, I, um, I had to get, I had to, I had to get an iPhone for Tech Pixies because we have a lot of women, we have a bunch of technical video library videos, and they were all being done on Android, and we have a bunch of women who are on iPhone, so I got one, and interestingly enough, what's really cool about it is that it tells you how much time you're using and what, how much time you're using on any, all of your apps. So um, I thought that was really cool. The average American apparently spends four hours a day on their phone and four hours a day watching television, which means before they even have like worked, <laughs> they spent eight hours doing all of that kind of stuff. So um, I, I wanted to check what I was doing and actually, uh, if I don't have my computer with me, I, I will be up around three and a half hours on my phone. If I do have my computer with me, I'll be down at around two hours with my phone. Uh, and when I'm on holiday or on the weekends, I try and get that below uh, two hours. That's difficult, but you can totally do it. Um, Louise says, the notifications being off is a revelation when you're in social media. Otherwise, you get sucked in so easily. Yes, so true. And this is really important too, like turning off notifications um, one thing I will say, uh, and this leads into our fourth um, tip, which is to batch it, um, but one thing I will say about uh, basically turning off the notifications is that you become unavailable at all times, and that's where the batching it is important. So here's the deal about batching it. Like I said earlier, you can batch, uh, you can batch your content, so you could sit down and over one or two days do all of your content for an entire month. So if you're gonna do a podcast or a live cast or you're gonna pre-film, I do all my stuff live, but you could pre-film everything and just pre-schedule it out. You can uh, do the long ones and then cut them into shorter ones. You can, you know, there's all, if you're doing video, there's all sorts of things you could do, but batching it is a really good thing in terms of, you know, not feeling like you have to do it all the time. But here's the thing about batching it, you should also batch your work time. Um, and one of the things that's been really hard for me, and I have had to really work on this, and I feel like I'm finally coming around to it, is a hard start and a hard stop. And also pre-planning your day. So um, I have this thing called the free fo uh, the full focus planner, and I just bought it. It's from America. Of course, I'm like I follow all the entrepreneurs in America, so I've learned a lot from them. But one thing that I do is um, on my day, I will write out in advance what I'm doing for that day. And I will do it on a Sunday night for the entire week. So one thing that I've learned is that I've, I, I go through all of the problems in that week and I'll say, okay, you know, where am I gonna have an issue getting something done? And I also build in time where I don't have anything planned in case anything comes up. Um, but that's been a huge game changer for me. And it doesn't mean that I stick with it every single day, but I spend the time on Sunday planning the whole week out and looking in ahead and putting everything on. And one thing's really cool that he does in this planner is he has a weekly big three. 
So um, you have three goals that you want to get done that week, um, and then you have the daily big three. So for example, if I look at my weekly um, big three coming up this week, it was to get um, our workshop sales pages done uh, and to stick to my running plan and to work on the contracts um, for our team. Those were my big three. And then I make sure that during the week I'm, I'm working towards those big three. And in fact, we had a team meeting today and I wanted everyone to, to write down their tasks so that they knew what their daily, weekly, and monthly tasks were so we could put it into our operation manual. And it was really interesting because we'd already decided on what the, the big three were for the week. And everyone is focused on their big three. Everyone knows what their big three is. Everyone knows what they're doing for the whole week. And basically what we decided was if we've already decided the big three, we don't add in a big four, right? You just, it has to go into next week's big three. So that task that we could have thrown in and added this week, we decided we're not adding it this week, we're gonna add it next week. So scheduling your time and allowing yourself to, you know, really schedule the time to do something is really important. Um, and if things take longer, you've got to account for that. And most of the time, in my experience, my vast experience of doing lots of things for the first time or lots of new things, they just take forever the first time around. So, you know, that we, we switched to a new workshop system today and or yesterday and I thought, oh, no problem, I'll just get it done, I'll whip it out Monday and of course that did not happen and I spent the entire day today doing that and and of course now it's done and I feel amazing because I, I that was one of my big three for the week and I can tick it off but you know it's it's understanding that if you have a big 20 or a big 10 the likelihood of them happening is very very low so stick to one to three things per day and the other thing is you'll feel so proud of yourself because if you can tick one thing off every day two things off every day or three things off every day you're gonna feel like the coolest person in the world and I, I definitely felt like that yesterday yesterday I was flying I was like yes I got my run in yes I got the workshop started yes I did you know and I had like all these things that I'd done but the point is with social media you can do the same exact thing all right now here's the thing number five that no one's gonna like but this is the most important one and well done you if you've made it all the way to this point because this is the key. I'm, this is 18 minutes in, and I'm going to tell you, if you don't listen to anything else, I'm going to tell everyone to come and listen to this part of the podcast slash livecast. Ready for it? So at Christmas, my daughter gave me a book called Make Time. That was my Christmas present, okay? And Make Time is a book that's been written by the guys who wrote, uh, who, who programmed Google and YouTube, right? So they, were the, they, they developed the apps that consume our lives. Okay, so she bought me a book called Make Time. Now, what does that say when your nine-year-old daughter buys you a book called Make Time? It says you're not making time for them. And I, it was one of those things where I was like, I felt really bad and really guilty that I wasn't making time for my kids. But then at the same time, I was like, bravo to her that she had the, you know, courage and the bravery to give me a book that would, you know, because she knows I read books. She, You all know I read books. I read tons of books. I recommend books out all the time. And she knew I'd read a book she gave me, and she knew that if I read the book about making time, that I might make some time for her. So I'm going to tell you a little story about this because this is really fun. So I was afraid to read the book. 
because <laughs> I didn't want to read what it was going to tell me, which is basically I'm addicted to all my devices and blah, blah, blah. So all these things I've just told you, I am working really hard to do them myself. I'm not asking you to do something that is easy, and I'm also not asking you to do something that I'm not trying to do myself, right? These are all things that I'm doing myself. Um, but the book goes into a lot of detail, and one of the things it says is to remove the apps from your phone. Now, what the heck is a smartphone there for if you're not even using it, right? So I was like, I so cannot do this. So I just kind of skipped through that part and kept reading. But then I went back to it, and he talked about how liberating it was to remove all of the apps, including the social apps, from their phone. And a lot of um, a lot of the business entrepreneurial books that are out there right now are saying, turn social off, turn social off. Here's the deal. You need social, right? Social is a way to connect with your community. It's a brilliant tool. Like, I'm doing this on social media right now, right? We're talking about social media overwhelm, and you're watching me on social media. So I'm not anti-social at all. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of technology. I think it's one of the most important technologies of the century, and it is also why we teach it. But here's the deal. When you are not working, you can turn, you can delete all of the apps on your phone that have to do with social media, and then you can reinstall them when you are. This has been the biggest game changer for me. As I say this to you, my heart is becoming more calm because there is a relief when I delete the Facebook app for a day or an evening, and when I delete the Instagram app for a day or for an evening, and I very often do it on Sundays, I'll just, delete, I'll just delete all the apps on Sundays. Because the thing is, is if it's on your phone, you'll go look at it. So you literally have to delete it. And the thing is, the cool thing is, it's got a memory like a crazy memory person. I don't know what that, that's not really a word or a phrase, but your smartphone is smart, right? It's got a ridiculously good memory. So when you reinstall those apps, you don't even have to log back in. It's like, oh yeah, you just uh, turned me off for a while and you turned me back on. The uninstalling is the key step here. And you uninstall email, you uninstall Facebook, you uninstall Twitter, you uninstall LinkedIn, you uninstall Pinterest, you uninstall Instagram, and you just do it. You make it a routine and you just turn it off. I am going to be trying to turn it all off on Friday night and turn it back on on Sunday night. That's my goal. And I might even wait till Monday. But um, I've been experimenting with this, and I kid you not, as I speak right now, the weight is lifting off of my heart. And there's all sorts of crazy things that are happening, like uh, suddenly the kids are on time to school every day because um, I'm not checking it first thing in the morning. Um, or um, uh, another thing that happened the other day, I was out for a run and I got a phone call from my daughter. And she said, when are you coming home? I miss you. I want to hang out. So all of a sudden, my ability to be distracted has been taken away and I've been able to fully focus on my family and also having my fully my full focus planner has helped a lot too but just really scheduling when I'm working and basically scheduling when I'm not working and making sure that I'm sticking to it as much as possible so this is my big piece of advice to you <laughs> I see Rachel's like what yeah Rachel that's it right this is the coolest thing ever and I'm telling you if you work for someone you give them your hours. You say, I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I do not work other times. And when you are not working, you uninstall the apps. End of story. And like I said to the ladies at the winter get-together, nothing is an emergency. Now, 
I would not recommend you do this if you're in the middle of a Kickstarter or a crowdfunder or you're, you know, in the middle of a campaign and you're, you know, you're running the campaign for a political party or you're, you know, there's certain times, you know, or if you're working for the Super Bowl, I wouldn't delete all the apps right in the middle of the Super Bowl, right? There is, there is an appropriate time to be on and an appropriate time to be off. What I'm saying, though, is we get into really bad habits where work thinks that we're available all the time. Okay, and we are not available all the time and we need to choose when we're going to be available and we need to stick to that because if we stick to it, they will stick to it. So um, the one app that I don't delete is WhatsApp. Um, it's where I have a lot of the actual conversations with people, um, you know, connected to all sorts of things, church and football and, um, you know, school and everything else. So I leave that one running, but I just don't check it very often anymore because I've turned all the not notifications off. So. There's my piece of advice. Uh, let's see, Rachel says she doesn't have email on the phone. That is such a great deal. Louise says she doesn't have email on her phone either. Yeah, and Louise says sometimes she turns her phone off for the day, totally. So if you can turn your phone off, great. I can't turn my phone off, but I can delete the apps when I'm not working, and I often do. And like I said, um, definitely on Sundays, I have a complete day away, uh, and I will just delete them all for the whole day. Uh, and I'm gonna continue doing that because it does make me feel a lot better. Um, so to wrap up, because this is, this is your five tips. I'm going to wrap them up and let's just go back through them. So number one, don't post every day. Post regularly, post consistently, but don't post every day. I think, I think three times per week is a great amount to post and I think you can repurpose content, which is my number two tip, which is post video. So, so, so easy. Um, make it really easy on yourself. You could do one long piece on Facebook and then you could repurpose that into short pieces onto the other networks or you just do lots of short pieces throughout the week. But think about them. Don't, don't, don't waste people's time. I mean, hopefully you don't feel like I've wasted a half an hour of your time tonight. But, you know, don't, or today, or whenever you're listening to this. So don't waste people's time. Plan it out. Plan what you're going to talk about. But get in front of the camera. Do videos. Make them short and sweet. And do them regularly. It just, they're so much easier than everything else. Um, and then turn off your notifications. If you haven't done that already, turn them off. Turn them all off every single one of them, and then batch it, right? Make time to pre-schedule stuff, uh, you know, make sure that you are pre-planning stuff. Um, you know, if you can sit down once a week and plan out your week, um, give yourself extra time to do tasks, make sure that you've uh, budgeted uh, for, you know, other things that might go on in your life that you might need to deal with. Just plan it, right? And I love the concept with the batching it, but I love the concept of your weekly big three and your daily big three. And your daily big three should always be pushing you towards your weekly big three. It's such a great concept, the, the weekly big three and the daily big three. And then your last but not least, uninstall all of your social media apps when you are not working. Full stop. It could be every evening, it could be every weekend. Whenever you are not working, just uninstall them and you will feel a liberation like you have never felt in your life. And you can do a really good job. But I'll tell you what, you'll do a much better job if you go in on a regular basis when it's scheduled, when you've scheduled your batch time to go in and like batch check notifications and batch reply to people and batch post things. Because if you know that you're going to get to it every day at 10 a.m., then you don't worry about it the rest of the day. 
So I hope those tips helped you, and I hope you have a wonderful uh, evening, and I hope you do what I'm going to do and delete all of your apps <laughs> for the night and not turn them back on again until you start working till tomorrow and spend some quality time with your uh, partner, uh, whoever that might be, or if you don't have a partner, spend some quality time reading a good book um, or watching a good chick flick or whatever it is that you are into. Um, maybe it's a warm bubble bath, um, but just spend some time on yourself. And I, I did say that to the women this week. I said, I want you to tell me one thing you're going to do for yourself this week. So if you haven't scheduled some you time in this week, make sure you do that. And that does not mean like installing a dishwasher for the rest of your family. It is what are you going to do for yourself this week, just 30 minutes to an hour for you. What are you going to do for you? And make sure you build that in. <sighs> okay, I am so done with that. All right, I hope you guys have a great week, and I'll speak to you soon. Ah, and just so you know, two things. Uh, we've got three workshops that are launching in February. So the first one's on Friday. It's a branding workshop. The next one uh, is on uh, the 14th, Valentine's Day. That is a MailChimp workshop. And the last one is a WordPress workshop, and that's going to be on the 28th of February. And if you are on our mailing list, you will have gotten all the information about that. If you're not on our mailing list, pop over to techpixies.com, and the information will be on there shortly. Uh, and uh, you can always fill out the weekly tips or take our quiz, and then you'll get onto our mailing list, and you'll hear all about our upcoming workshops. So that's what's coming up. And in March, we've got free training coming up again. And last but not least... I'm really excited. We've got some great social media uh, interviews coming up in February because February is social media month. So again, have a great evening and I'll speak to you soon.